Hey, Luke. What's up, bro? Why did the blonde snort artificial sweetener? I don't know. She thought it was Diet Coke. <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, another digital review of Pitch Perfect 3, LSD experiments on UK troops, and Mindhunter, episode 10. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. My name is Frode, or Fro, or the Norwegian, or yeah, you could call me a lot of things. Just don't call me Luke, because that would be confusing. Hi, hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. That would be confusing if we had the same name. Yeah, it would be. It would make yeah. for a hard podcast. I don't know a lot of Lukes. I probably met a you handful don't know of Lukes. A lot, lot of Lukes? I've probably met yeah. a handful of other Lukes in my whole life, which is weird because it's like a biblical oh. name. You would assume a lot of people, but no, I haven't known a lot of Lukes in my whole life. So, Hey, uh, last week we did the uh, top 10 uh Outrageous superstar. The next page in our my book is top ten John Cena rivals. So that fits together. Um, who do you think is number one? Number one, uh, John Cena rival. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Uh. It's got to be somebody that's, like, uh, older than he is. Somebody who's a legend beyond him, I'm guessing, so... Mm, not really. Oh, okay. Uh... This person joined the WWE in 2002. I can give you that clue. Alright. Uh... I can't really think of anybody who was, like, his one big giant rival of like the big match uh, maybe the rock but that's not 2002 so i don't know no it's randy orton according to them oh my gosh <laughs> and it says by far john cena's longest rival running uh, running rivalry has been with randy orton both cena and orton joined uh, wwe in 2002 
and both became the main event competitors and highly decorated champions, with Cena holding 15 world champions titles and Orton reigning champion 12 times. I'm not sure if that makes them rivals. I can't remember like them having... A big rivalry. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. Not, oh, they were around at the same time. Yeah. I don't remember their... Number two... The, the big Xena yeah. uh, Orton WrestleMania match. That, I don't remember that. Yeah, no. No, me neither. Number two is Edge. Number three is Baptista. Number four is CM Punk. Number five is The Rock. Number six is Chris Jericho. Number seven is Kurt Angle. Number eight is Brock Lesnar. Number nine is Eric Bishop. For some fucking reason. Okay. And number ten is AJ Styles. And CM Punk was in there. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, CM Punk was in there. That's number four. Well, back when he Cena first came in, Bischoff was running SmackDown, right? And so they're talking about he was the boss. And I barely, barely remember that happening. But that's not, again, not really a rivalry per se. Not really. Not really. So thanks again, Margaret, for this look. And we will do the next list next week. <laughs> that's that's how we're going to continue this book one chapter at a time. So this is going to be interesting. Talking about wrestling, uh, how did you like uh, Christmas Raw and Christmas? I didn't watch Raw? anything this week. I was busy doing Christmas stuff, so <laughs> I didn't see it. I assume that it's probably total garbage, anyways, right? Um. I would actually recommend uh, watching SmackDown, but that's more mostly because I I think I think SmackDown was really uh, good, uh, and Raw was just filled with oh we have you on the roster and you haven't been on the roster for a long time. Guess if we're going to say that you need to come to this to this Raw I was like yeah, and there was one match on Raw. Do you mind if I spoil some for you, or...? Uh, as long as it's not a big spoiler, I guess. Okay, it's a big spoiler. Alright, then don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it, I'm just gonna fast-forward yeah. the crap out of it, because I knew Raw was gonna be nothing since it was on Christmas. They're not gonna do anything well, big, so... Well, they did one really big thing. They got uh, some new champions, actually. Sure, okay. Which is not that big lately, because they've been just passing back yeah. titles, like, every week. Like, it, changing the title does not matter anymore in WWE, because it's happened so often. I mean, think about the tag titles on SmackDown, how many times they've gone back and forth. It's ridiculous. Oh. Or the 205 Live title, which has been, like... <laughs> Thrown around like a hot potato. <laughs> Two of five title. That means absolutely shit. Nothing. You mean? You mean that title? Ah, <laughs> uh, but hey, talking about cocaine, uh, because of the joke I did. Postcard rescue sea turtle enlaged in fifty-three million worth of cocaine. Right, it was just like tangled up so this, in this like floating mass of rope. cocaine. Yeah. Right. Rope connected to co cocaine. I felt so par 
apparently for the seater, and I was like, I hope he doesn't like get a rift in one of the packages, and suddenly there's cocaine in in his system. He goes like, whoa, whoa, cocaine and turtles. I don't think that's a good combination. I don't think. Uh, well, you would assume that they would package these well enough; they're not going to just bust open. But I know what you're saying it would kind of yeah. get in the water. But they put these out, like, uh, drug runners put this stuff out in the middle of the ocean, uh, one boat does, and then a plane will come by and spot it, and then somebody else comes and picks it up. So this, like, the turtle just got entangled in there on accident, but, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. they didn't throw down the turtle with them. Right. <laughs> they didn't, that like, attach... attached <laughs> to the dope? Why? <laughs> They didn't, like, attach it to the turtle so the turtle would, like, get it to the beach across, across... It's a train! It's a train turtle! It would be a really good idea if that, like, actually, you could actually do it. That would be an amazing, like... Oh my god. It's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the train, yes, so if anybody is wondering how, how you get to to the to the beach you train a turk <laughs> I guess oh this was eighteen hundred pounds of cocaine so that's a lot uh and like I said the turtle just got wrapped up in the ropes that was connecting all these they look like <laughs> bricks like giant bricks kind of yeah yeah looks like looks like uh, a big box of uh, cocaine to be honest Whew. Remember when we did uh, the movie Slenderman? Yes. Or what was it called? Uh, what was the exact title? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look it up. But yeah, it was it was about the Slenderman stabbings. Yes. Uh, we have seen the who played guilty in the Slenderman stabbing case uh, remain in institutional care for and hold on for your fucking hats here. Twenty... Five years. Right. Uh, she does, I think, uh, in a in a shorter time, she has the ability to appeal, like, every six months. Uh, so. But still. But, yeah, but that's her, her actual sentence is 25 years, yeah. 25 years. And she's 16 now, oh. which, when this happened, she was... 16. 13, I guess it would have been? Right? 13, yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. The name of the documentary was yeah, yeah. Beware the Slenderman. Beware of the Slenderman was the yeah. documentary. That's, that's, that's really good documentary, so if you haven't seen that, see it. And uh, I don't remember which show we talked about it, but I'm sure you do. It was a while ago. A while ago, yeah. Again, something I'd have to look uh, up, but I have it somewhere. Yeah. Um, London. I know that place. Uh, there's the borough. Borough? You call it that? Uh, it's borough. Yeah, I think that's how. Borough. I think that's borough? how they pronounce it there. <laughs> I should ask Margaret. Is it borough? 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 Um, London borough wants to ban bigoted Daniel Donald Trump. I can speak. 
What right. What's this news about? Uh, well, just what you said. They're a uh, certain borough. Only uh, the royal borough of Greenwich has voted to ban Donald Trump from its streets and calls on British officials to abandon plans for Trump's visit in 2018. So we've talked a lot about in the past about the idea of them banning Donald Trump from the UK altogether. This is like kind of the start, I guess. You know I mean? This is just like one step towards it. But this one place is saying that they don't want him. Like if he was to come uh, have a state visit, he would not, he would be... Uh, not, not allowed to, to go in all the... of London. What? Say that again. In all of London. All right. Let me finish. Uh, if he was to go take a state visit to London, mm-hmm. he would not be allowed in the Royal Borough of Greenwich. It would be he would be banned from the that. Royal Borough of Greenwich. Okay. He would not be allowed there. So he could go other okay. places, but if he, he went there. Uh, I'm guessing he would be arrested. I'm not really sure, or just kicked, <laughs> or just kicked out. Maybe, maybe they would just say, "You got to get out of here." Oh, that would be funny if they arrested him. Oh, 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 that would be fun. Oh, I wish that would happen. Oh, well, I mean, arresting Donald. We've gone through the list from... of all the other people that are banned from the UK, <laughs> and I'm assuming if Mike Tyson went to England, he would also be arrested. So I'm guessing the. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that those, yeah. uh, just because it's a president, those things are going to change. But the truth is, I'm probably wrong. He probably, if he, like, said, uh, say, drove through that area, they'd probably be like, you just need to get out of here. They wouldn't, like, do anything to him, just, you can't be here, kind of thing. But here's a good question, because I have no clue. How big is this royal borough of Greenwich? Is it big? Oh, I have no I have no idea. Because, like, if if it's... Like, do they have something he need? Like, <laughs> did he... Does, uh, does he need to go there? <laughs> like, <coughs> does the airport... Is, is it... But the, the, the thing is, like, Greenwich. Uh, I think of Greenwich time. That's the thing I, I think of when I think of Greenwich. Because I don't think Greenwich of anything, really. Time. Except for this, uh, guess it's led by the La- Labor Party is the leader of this specific area. Abby Wood is their counselor. Right. Lead council cabinet member for finance and resources. Yeah. I don't yeah. see anything about how really big, like, square footage or, like, my mi- square miles this place is, but... Mm, I just find yeah. it interesting because it could lead to other places doing the same thing, so... Yeah, so Greenwich is 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 like uh, it's it's pretty big. Yeah. Anyway, a U.S. lawmaker stunned at claim that DNC destroyed server. Hey, but we talked about this. Hey, isn't this kind of old news? Former national, uh, former Democratic National Committee uh, chairwoman Dana Razali. Uh, how do you say her last name? Donna Brazil. Like the country. Brazil? It just has an N. Okay, it just like has the... an E at the end. Imagine okay. it didn't have an E at Brazil. the end. Yeah. Okay. Donna Brazil has claimed uh, uh, twice that uh, the DNC server uh, after uh, was destroyed after Russian attack uh, hacked 
in uh, during the 2016 election and now uh, her standing admission is baffling several members of Congress to discuss the issue with WND. Right, World Net Daily. Right. So uh, the thing here, we talked a lot about this in the past, obviously, but uh, there is now it's kind of less reported, but there is a another investigation between besides the Russia investigation looking into uh, the Hillary Clinton uranium stuff. And so this is coming more from that side of it. But the interesting part about this whole thing is that the DNC uh, servers, which they claim were hacked, never they didn't give them over to the FBI or CIA or NSA or anything like that. Uh, They had a third party company uh, called CrowdStrike come in, make a copy of their server and then give that to the FBI. So the FBI never got to invest, never got to uh, look into the actual server. So they never actually saw uh, actual evidence that FBI didn't, that, uh, anybody actually hacked because you'd actually have to have access to the original server to be able to tell that you wouldn't be able to tell it by a copy because uh, mm. everything all the files in it have been copied all the metadata has changed when you copy it you know mm. what I'm saying so yeah, yeah. Uh, we've known about this because for a every, while every, every, everything was wiped clean they completely destroyed oh, they yeah. they made the copy and then they destroyed the original without showing it to any yeah. law enforcement or anything like that and now it's assumed even on the news still that uh this was a hack even though right. we're trusting the DNC and this third party CrowdStrike uh they're the only people that saw the original server um it's a little like the book of mormon <laughs> it's a little like the Book of Mormon, where 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 uh, uh, he, he goes and says, "I had the golden book. It was a golden book. I promise you, I can't show it to you," said Joseph Smith to everybody. <laughs> uh, but I promise you, it, it existed. So yes, yes, uh, exactly. It's it's a little like uh, the Book of Mormon and. The Russian attacks has uh, um, uh, most uh, believe. There's a lot to believe in it. No proof. You just have to believe. So, yeah. uh, I guess the thing that's new here is that now, since they're getting deeper into this investigation, some of the uh, congressmen are going, wait a second, what about that? evidence like that's pretty important evidence why don't we have that to look at and they're like oh because we destroyed that what you destroyed it that seems a little sketchy why would you destroy (laughs) something that was supposed to make to prove that you were hacked then you destroyed it that doesn't make any sense and they're they're saying oh well if we didn't destroy it then it the malware would have uh, corrupted the rest of our systems and it's like why didn't you just mm-hmm. separate it from those systems and keep it by itself you know what I mean uh, the whole thing is really sketchy and doesn't really make like why did they destroy this why did they have CrowdStrike do um, 
do the backup and then send it to the FBI instead of just giving it to the FBI directly. It's it's there's something sketchy going on here for sure. And like we there's said in the past, in the neighborhood, we were already given proof proof by the VIPs, those uh, the guys <coughs> who were cybersecurity experts who used to work for NSA, uh, CIA, and other places, and they even said. They have proof. They were they gave us proof because of the uh, transfer rate that this wasn't a hack at all. This had to have been done by a thumb drive. So, so uh, we talked about Spain and how stupid Spain is acting lately. Um, in Catalonia, there was an election, and guess what? Separatist party win majority. What a fucking shock! I could tell that without. There being election that the uh, separatist would win, so um, they re- regained power in Catalonia after rejecting Prime Minister Mario Rajoy's attempt to alter its independent movement. And uh, yeah, this is pretty. It's well over ninety-nine percent of votes on Thursday, so it's counted. Separatist party had uh, secured a slim majority. It wasn't a big majority, but no. it, it, was, it was still a majority. Spain's stock market fell <laughs> around 1%, and uh, countries' borrowing costs rose as investors bet. Uh, right. There would be more tension. Because And also because Catalonia is apparently a fifth of Spain's economy. Uh, yeah, and so that's going to affect the markets because they're going. Oh wow, a fifth of our economy could just kind of disappear into yep. to, and become bye all bye. other country. Yeah, that that would be huge. Um, but this is coming after the original Catalan leader was kicked out of the country, and now the these separatists are replacing him. He's still not allowed back in the country, so I find that interesting. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of it's like it, it is with Spain, like we talked about. We think they uh, were acting extremely childish, and this is kind of we will see if this blossoms up. Uh, the Kaplan, the ex Kaplan leader, is still is still in Germany, isn't it? No, it was uh, Brussels. Brussels, yeah, right. no. yeah. So we will see. Hey, look. Uh, I have a question for you. Hmm. You want to marry me? No. No, I don't. But no? Why not? Well, there's not really a great reason, and, and ne- neither one of us <laughs> is, is gay, so that's a little bit of a hindrance. Oh, no. <laughs> well, but Matt Murphy and Michael O'Sullivan realized they uh, could uh, tie the knots. Uh, dodging a fifty thousand euro bill when one of them die, and both of them were heterosexual, <laughs> so they married to avoid a tax bill. That's why I'm asking you. Get it? Right. What I did there. They're trying to avoid an inheritance tax, I guess. So these yeah, two straight tax. guys got married. Right. Two straight straight guys got married to to uh, uh, avoid tax. 
I guess they already live together. So yeah. Uh, one's eighty three, one's fifty eight. It seems like Michael Sel- Sullivan is gonna get the get that money because more than likely Matt Murphy at eighty three is gonna be dead first. But who knows? Mm-hmm. It's a strange world. Buses who knows? hit people. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they even had a full on <laughs> wedding. It's not like they just went down to the place. They it says Donald Maloney, who photo- who was the photographer for the wedding. Uh, said mm-hmm. that Mr. O'Sullivan had a lovely story about his new husband, which moved all present to tears. So they even oh, had, well. like, a nice ceremony that, like, everybody, all their friends and everything went to. It wasn't, like, just, oh, let's go down to the courthouse and uh, avoid paying this $50,000. Yeah. yeah. They actually went yeah. out and had, like, an actual wedding and everything. Mm. Clever guys. Really clever. I guess. I, I, something tells me... If you were, say, a uh, gay marriage ag- advocate, and then you saw this, you might be offended by it, being like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, we can't, it, well, at least in America they can, but I'm not, is it allowed in the UK yet? Gay marriage? Gay, gay marriage? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It has to be allowed in the UK, isn't it? Well, I guess so. Uh... Because these guys got married, it's love, right? It's love, so, it's love, it's love, it's okay. love. Yeah, okay. I know we covered Australia like two weeks ago, but I was didn't remember if UK was or not. But, oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, these guys, uh, I could see some uh, people who are, who are gay maybe being offended by this, being like you're using our something we had to fight really hard for to for, you know, financial benefit. Like, we had to spend 50 years fighting for this, and then you guys just come in and use it for your own kind of uh, monetary reasons instead of actual, you know, love or what, whatever you... whatever uh, people call marriage. I don't know. Marriage is a weird thing for me. I'm like, do we really need to get the state involved in love? Is that really important? <laughs> but, yeah. I know. But, uh, hey, I heard uh, there was this uh, uh, rocket launch that uh, got coverage on every fucking news I've seen this uh, week. Uh, SpaceX, they uh, launched a rocket. And uh, we will listen to a newscast from GMA. Good morning, America. Oh, good morning, America. Okay. Are you ready to play this? Yeah. Okay, let's play it in three, two, one, play. Sticking with the theme of things in the sky or falling out of the sky, strange lights last night over the sky in Southern California. A social media frenzy ensued. Nothing like a rocket launch to get folks in California to think that they were seeing a UFO. Check this out. Like a Zeppelin. Four, three, two. One, lift off, the SpaceX Falcon 9, launching from Vandenberg Air Force Base just outside Santa Barbara, lighting up the sky. Overnight, people were treated to a spectacular sight, and no, it wasn't an early visit from the North Pole. For a second, we thought it was Santa Claus. <laughs> the little boy thinks it was it's Santa Claus. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Nobody knew it was going on. With a little boy, of 10 iridium satellites on board, the rocket had everybody looking up. 
jaws dropped and excitement in their eyes. I told my coworker, check it out, that's a rocket, dude. We were very, like, scared, actually. We were like, this is just a weird thing in the sky. Social media was flooded with images from this flight. Celebrities taking to Twitter to share their experiences and confusion. Even Elon Musk basking in the enjoyment of <laughs> nuclear <laughs> alien UFO. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. Beings. We didn't know what it was. We were just all tripping out. <laughs> all is safe, and they are getting a signal from this communication. I guess we, we can stop it there. That's probably good. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, so a lot of people got freaked out about this from California, like all the way over to Arizona. People saw this, so it was. It was visible in the sky for miles and miles and miles, and uh, it doesn't seem like maybe they notified people all that well, because even in that thing, it was like people were freaked out about it, uh, mostly Freak because out. they weren't notified that this was going to happen, you know what I mean? So. Mm. <laughs> oh... But it is it is kind of it, it is interesting. I I think it looks really like a UFO. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I probably if I was in California and I saw that, I would probably think North Korea was attacking us first before yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. UFO. But I swear yeah. I saw something weird. Uh, night. Oh, the night after Christmas or the night of Christmas. I was out outside and I saw. I was looking up at the sky. It was totally a clear night. And I saw this, what looked like a star, except it got really, really, mm -hmm. really bright. And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. like, disappeared. And then got really, really <gasps> bright again, and then disappeared. I have no idea. It wasn't a plane. Like, I know what a plane looks like with its flashing lights. But it was weird. Could have been a satellite, <laughs> like, reflecting sunlight. You know, Who knows? But it was weird looking. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was E.T. It definitely wasn't a UFO, because it wasn't... I wouldn't say it was flying. It was like staying in one spot. So it's like it was oh. it was it was an unidentified object, but not necessarily a UFO. <laughs> we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. And let me guess. We have zero email. I have not checked yet. Let me check. no emails. <laughs> uh, we also have a Facebook page. It's another digital citizen on Facebook, and you can be become, you can become, 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 you can become a member of that page. Pretty easy because it's open. Talk to us. Talk to others. See Luke uh, post great videos. Do it. Become a member of. Another digital citizen on Facebook. Have you seen anything on TV this week, Luke? Uh, yeah. Um, the second half of the newest season of Fuller House came out. Oh, I know Jesus. Fro loves that show. Uh, I, I watched it in like show. one day. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, it's it's really easy to watch. It it's like you know they're all really short episodes. They're like twenty something minutes long, and they're you don't really have to be paying attention. You could be doing something else because it's not like you're need to be engrossed in the storyline of it all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh yeah, storyline is so important. Right, show. exactly. It's 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 kind of it's all just really silly. But this, 
I like the season, or I like this the Fuller House because they do break the fourth wall a lot, and they make reference to the mm. original show a lot. A very it uh, because uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen aren't on it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a there they go, they all get in the car and they're gonna go driving. Uh, they're gonna go drive somewhere, and they turn the radio on and it's playing the the theme song. Uh, and the one person, the one girl in the back's like. Why does this song play every time we go for a ride? Because of the uh, so there's some good yeah, jokes yeah, in there, yeah. but uh, let's see what else did I see? Um, oh, Survivor finale. Uh, yeah, me and Fro kind of talked about this off air. What did what did you think about the? Did you watch it, Fro? Yeah, I did. Uh, I thought uh, it was an interesting uh, episode of Survivor. I it definitely was the wrong. Well, was it the wrong? That one, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I thought he was not going to win. That's for sure. Right. Um, I totally thought it was rigged, and I think, yeah. and I was saying that to a couple people like during Christmas parties, and then I look up yeah. and look it up online, and there's multiple news articles from Newsweek, uh, New Jersey Herald, I think, and there was a couple other news articles that were all talking about whether this season of Survivor was rigged. And it was mostly due to that last twist where he would have, uh, the Marine who ended up winning this season, he would have completely gotten kicked out. Like, no, they would have had no problem kicking him out. And Survivor just decided to come up with this twist right at the last minute, which totally saved the guy's ass. Without that twist, it would have been all over, and that caused him to win. Uh, And then also... The last immunity idol he found, people are yeah, like, that yeah. seems a little too freaking convenient that he, like, yeah, he didn't even really have to dig for it. He didn't have to search for it. It was, like, it was just right there for him to find, kind of. <sighs> I found a little, uh, somebody who was doing uh, a comment on one of the articles I was reading, Anne-Marie Schiff, uh, this was awful. I'm not watching anymore. Why would I? It's rigged. I got suspicious when he found his second idol, but when he found his third one in the dark, I thought, what's going on here? And when they announced the twist, I was really disgusted. But the real proof came at the reunion show, uh, joking to my husband that Jeff looked like he was on speed. And then when discussing the twist, Jeff was all like, hey, it's not just the one-time thing. We're going to do this all the time now. All the time now, yeah. it, why was he announcing it like that? Guilt? That's oh. why. You're just trying to cover your tracks, Survivor. I thought that was a good little commentary <laughs> on that season. Uh, yeah. Not this season. Last season was so good uh, of yeah. a season of Survivor. And this season was mediocre. And then at the end, it was like, this is a bunch of garbage. It seemed like it they just cold. wanted the ex-Marine yeah. with PTSD to win because it's a good story. It felt extremely rigged. And here's the thing. I'm not sure if he was in on it. Like, I don't know if he was... Well, no, it would have um, been, like, um, little things. Like, they, it, when he was out searching for idols, the cameraman could have just been standing there, like, pointing at a specific place. and the, Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. would never see that, but... He yeah. would look at the camera and go, why is that cameraman pointing over there? Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And then the twist at the end, that clearly, like, if they wanted him to win, 
they could have just made up a twist of so, just to good. keep him in the game. So yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, it could totally not be rigged, but no, oh, no, one, one last no. thing. <clears throat> this week, episode 100 of Fro's favorite YouTube show, Boxmac. 100 episodes Boxmac. this week of Boxmac. So they've made 100 episodes talking about boxed macaroni and cheese. That's right. Uh, oh, Jesus. Sure. Um, what about me? What have I watched this week? Uh, this has been one this week, like you said. A lot of uh, Christmas things. I have mm-hmm. been alone at Christmas. That was... Uh, I watched Julie Blomfjell that we will talk about next week. Where I saw the last episode of that because it's 24 episodes. Uh, one each day in Christmas. Uh, then I watched some old episodes of Top. I haven't seen The Ultimate Fighter for many, 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 many years. So uh... it was funny to... You went back to original, yeah. like, season one and started watching from yeah. there? Yeah. Those are the good seasons anyways. There's a certain point yeah. where it starts to get bad, so. Yeah. So I I watched Ultimate uh, Fighter. Uh, that was fun. Uh, other than that, I haven't watched uh, many TV this week, actually. In uh, most dark and chess. Right. Next week, after the new year, I guess, actually, we'll... We'll start getting new shows again. They don't put out new shows really, uh, because nobody's going to be watching during Christmas time because they're all busy with their family and doing Christmas things. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So no, not many, many TV things. I, I I watched two, three episodes of a show, then I quit watching, but I can't can't remember what show it was. Uh, Anyway, the first time I heard about LSD was Lucy in the Skies with Diamonds uh, in the Beatles uh, song. Is that the first time you heard about LSD as well? Uh, I, the first time I heard that song, I never, I didn't understand the reference. I think it was probably because <laughs> I was too young to understand the yeah. reference, but. They, they said later that that wasn't a reference to LSD, Lucy in the Skies with Diamonds. And that his child was named Lucy, and it was just a coincidence that it was LSD. I'm uh, not sure, sure but I, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure the, the two are one and the same. You know what I mean? Like, his his daughter oh, yeah. was Lucy, but also, it just like, oh, we'll come up with the, the acronym that will fit. Uh, yeah. Is my guess. And that fits a little good to our main topic. Because they were from the UK, the Beatles. And we are going to talk about LSD experiments on United Kingdom troops. Because that was the thing. Uh, it was also a thing here me... in America. But uh, yeah. we're not going to cover that. So No. But uh, can you take me a little to what Parton Down is? This is a really interesting place. Porton Down is a, it's a U, UK science park, uh, northeast of the village of Porton near Salisbury. I love their steaks, um, in England, and it lies. Uh, oh, on maps, the land surrounding the complex 
complex is identified as a danger area. Uh, mm. Two UK government facilities on site, Ministry of Defense and Defense Science and Technology Laboratory. So it's a government mm. uh, science testing area. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's. Uh, I was on their uh, Wikipedia page, and uh, uh, it's it's in Salisbury. In oh, I'm going to be killed for for saying this wrong. <laughs> it's in Salisbury in Wiltshire. 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 Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in England, and uh, it, it lies. Uh, right. I just read uh, that. I just read that part. Yeah. On an airport. But yeah, and this it, has been used since before, or since right after the First World War. Uh, they've used right. it as a testing ground, uh, and they've done a lot of weird and horrible experiments, such as chlorine and mustard gas and. Phosgene? I've never heard of phosgene. Phosgene? No, never heard of that. But uh, they, they, they've also been been involved with human testing uh, on uh, a thing called Operation Antler. Anyway, and I, I read, I read like two sentences about Operation Antler because I've never heard about it. In July 1999, the UK Wiltshire opened investigations into allegations of maleficent at Port Dam, chemical and biological research and intelligence. At this course of this preliminary investigation, was the scope of investigation was called Operation Antler, and the, it was injuries. In the investigation, covered the periods from 1939 to 1989 that lasted for five years that 13 members were interviewed over 700 ex-servicemen and their relatives and uh, uh, the British government uh, uh, had an additional 8,700 pounds towards cost and it was uh, was uh, they tricked people to, to take part of in experiments so Oh, and it was mostly about mustard gas. Right. And they were doing it in Porton Down. So this is, it's kind of yeah. like separate from anywhere. It's all, like, like I said earlier, uh, all the land surrounding it is considered danger area where people aren't allowed. So I'm assuming there's probably landmines and stuff uh, to keep people mm -hmm. away from this place. Um, uh, phosgene, like I said, is, uh, it was responsible for about 85% of 100,000 deaths caused by chemical weapons during World War One. Woo! Pretty nasty stuff. I've just never really heard yeah, of that's it. The, yeah, never heard about that. But they were, t they were also testing that on people there. Uh, and then I guess if you go a little further down uh, and you go to cannabis cultivation, bio, uh, mm -hmm. the biotechnology company G. W Pharmaceuticals, which researches and develops cannabinoid formulations, uh, has a facility there uh, in the mm. science park. Uh, most of the cannabis plants used by them 
are cultivated by British Sugar uh, on their site in Norfolk. Uh, DSTL, I'm not really sure what that stands for, and its predecessors do not have, uh, have never grown cannabis on uh, Porton Down. So they're saying the government doesn't grow it there, it's this company, uh, British Sugar. Which isn't British Sugar, like, aren't they the ones that were responsible for taking over India back the, back in the day? Yeah, <laughs> back, back in the day, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's, it's like, I was reading, like, they also used animals, and it was mice, <laughs> guana pigs, rats, pigs, ferrets, sheep, and non-human primates. Holy shit. So it's mostly well, used for, like, chemical... Uh, testing and uh, biological biological chemical warfare testing is what this place was used mm. for. Uh, also, air raid precautions, and they did human testing on people as well, which is kind of, that's the thing we're going to be talking about here. Yes. Uh, Porton Down has been involved in human testing at various points throughout the Ministry of Defense history. Uh the second inquest into the death of Ronald Madison during testing of a nerve agent, sarin gas, commenced in 2004. After many years of lobbying, him and his relatives and supporters, uh, the inquest found Madison's death to have been unlawful. Uh, so right. if we go down to the article I sent you guys. Yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, yeah, from The Guardian. Uh, and it's... Uh, it says MI-16 pays uh, out over secret LSD mind control tests. Truth drug trials uh, men win out of court settlements and partner down accused of uh, duping volunteers in the 1950s. The secret intelligence service MI-16 has paid thousands of pounds in com- compensation to serve compensation. Thank you. To servicemen who uh, were fed LSD without their consent and uh, clandestine, clandestine mind control experiments in the 1950s, MI16 has agreed an out-of-court settlement with men who said uh, they were duped into taking a part of the experiment and waited years to learn the truth. Men experiment vivid uh, hallucinated trips when given the drugs. One of uh, recalled seeing distorted Salvador Dali style faces and cracks in people faces. Holy shit, that sounds And it's MI6, not MI16, yeah. by the way. Yeah, okay. MI6? Oh, yeah. Did I say uh, MI16? Yes. M6. Oh, sorry. MI6. M16 is a. Uh, military weapon in America. So M16 is a gun, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, MI6. But uh, yeah. Uh, so th- this Don... uh, lawsuit, they settled it out of court. So basically, when you settle out of court and you're the one who's being accused, that's an admission of guilt to a degree. That is because... a really good ad- admission to guilt. You would and... not pay out of court if it. You didn't do it. If you didn't think you were going to lose. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, here's an interesting... Uh, Mis- uh, Webb, Mr. Webb, who is one of the people who uh, won the, the money in this court case, he said he 
made inquiries about the experiments in the 60s, but was blanked by the government, which he quoted, which quoted the official secrecy act uh, to, mm-hmm. to not tell him. Um, he said he saw walls melting, cracks appearing in people's faces, eyes would run down people's cheeks, and a flower turned into a slug. So they must have been giving him pretty heavy doses of LSD as well, because this is, oh. in the 1950s, you didn't, they didn't, uh, when was LSD, LSD was discovered in 1943, and yeah, this was in the 50s, so, you know, less than 20 years later, they're trying it, they still didn't probably have an idea of, like, what a, a proper dose would be, so they're just giving it to them and seeing what happens, uh, and even here it says, Mr. Gao, one of the other people uh, who won this court case, they treated us like guinea pigs. They did not know what was going to happen. Uh, basically, they just gave it to them without telling them and then just hoped uh, and just recorded what would happen. And we actually have video this, of it. Yeah. And this trial was from 1943 to 19.554. Yeah. Right, the experiments have... the experiments were done uh, for a yeah. year. Right, not the trial. The yeah. trial itself was in 2006. Mm-hmm. But when you say trial, you're talking about the drug trial, right? The drug trial uh, was in 53 to 55. And here's in, MI6 counterparts, the CIA also did LSD experiments on men without their knowledge and tried to control their minds. Both agencies finally concluded that LSD could not be used to manipulate people. Uh, one mm. scientist involved in the trials wrote that experiments were stopped when it r- was reported that a few people, it, uh, in a few people, it may produce suicidal tendencies. The trials described tentative and uh, inaccurate. What is this? Tentative and inaccurately controlled in one official document. Oh, I see. They're saying like. It may have worked to mess with their mind, but we couldn't actually right. control them. Yeah. Right. Messed with their mind, but we couldn't control them. That's kind of... Because that was their goal, was to be able to... It, like it said, true serum. They were trying to create a true serum, mm-hmm. at least MI6 was, to... Uh, you know, if they got... Uh, if they ca- uh, captured somebody, they had a POW uh, from whoever they're fighting, then they'd give them this and they'd tell them where, you know... All, everything they knew about the enemy's position and everything like that, that was their goal. Where CIA, uh, they were actually using it to try to to actually try to use it as mind control. Right. Which right, right, right. I'm sure the CIA also tried to use it as a truth drug, but maybe they saw more potential in it to control people's minds. But Yeah. So there's a, it's not just this place, this porting down where it's been done. It's also been done here in America, so... I wonder if it's been done in Norway at all, ever. Probably not. Who knows? But uh, we are going to watch a video that isn't from that experiment, but we are going to watch another uh, LSD experiment, and it was tested on British Marines in 1964. Right, um, but this was so... also in Porton Down, is the thing. Yes. 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 And we're going to watch that video right now. Are you ready? Yeah, we're going to start it at about eight seconds. You see that? Yep. Okay. Yep, I saw that. In three, two, one, go. Oh. 
In the 1960s, the British Armed Forces were experimenting with non-lethal methods of incapacitating enemy forces. That's what it says on the screen. What follows is the footage from a 1964 experiment testing the effects of LSD on British Marines. So this was after the, the 1950s experiment, they were conditions. still doing it 10 years later. A simple exercise was devised. The troops were given the same quantity of water to drink before each day's exercise. Unknown to the troops, the drug was added to the water on the second Jesus. day. The drug was given orally to the men in the hospital ward at 11.15. Get a tripod for this camera. And they immediately embarked, yeah. arriving at the exercise area 10 minutes later. At 11.40, the first effects of the drug make their appearance. The men no longer take cover. They relax They all have guns, by the way. At this so they're time, giving one LSD man to guys holding than the others. guns. Losing all contact with reality. Super smart. Rifle and becoming unable Nothing to take any wrong. part in the operation. In fact, he has to be withdrawn from the exercise a few minutes later. Section 3 starts to advance no, to red. It was drill guns. The troops have lost their air oh, of I'm urgency. Sure and many men are laughing. Okay, I hope there wasn't bullets in it. Meanwhile, radio communication at the beaches has become difficult. If not, he's impossible. got the cord like wrapped around the tree and he's all fallen over himself. Men with no specific task to perform have relapsed oh, into laughter and inconsequential behavior. Now there's a guy just on the so ground hysterically laughing. Physical effort. This man nearly succeeded in felling this tree using only a spade. 70 minutes after the administration of the drug, with one man climbing a tree, the troop commander gives up, saying, <laughs> I cannot do anything about this. I cannot control the men, and I can take no action myself. I am wiped out as an attacking force. Wow. That yeah, is very horrible. good stuff. I sent you the actual full-length 25-minute uh, video. That's yeah. this one. And it is, it's from Porton Down. Uh, it's just from a different, it's not from the truth drug trial. Uh, it's not from the same period. But mm. it was like l less than 10 years later, it must have been. Uh, so I, I find it, they, they taped it all. There's that. There's evidence that it happened. So um, I understand why they would just settle out, out of court. Because, I mean, there's video evidence they were doing this stuff. It's not like they could really say, oh, no, that didn't happen, like they had done for years and years before, so. Yeah, and, uh, and it, it's, it seems for me like this has gone through um, a long, long, long time as well. Uh, yeah, what do you mean, like maybe they're still doing it today? Yeah. I would I would imagine they've probably moved on to some other kind of drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah another drug, yeah. but but yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's still happening today in some form, uh, yeah. w somewhere. What, whether it be America or UK, who knows? But it's definitely happening somewhere. You know that. I mean, yeah. you know, like the North Koreans are probably testing shit on their own people all the time. You know, like I'm sure America's doing it as well, uh, but whether or not they get people to sign off on it. That's the thing about this 2006 trial is they gave it to them without telling them. Uh, so it's a whole different thing if a soldier was like, oh, yeah, I'll totally sign up for that. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. Yeah. 
No, it's the secrecy part that uh, is kind of <sighs> fucking it up. Kind of like if they if they if they were honest about what they did, I, I'm not sure if it makes it any better. But but that then at least they could like say yes, I want to take a part of this. Sure, right. I think the problem with that idea, and I mean it's a good idea, but the problem is the idea was to make a truth drug that you could give to your enemy. And when if you were going to give it to your enemy, he wouldn't know what it was. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, in that ex in the sense of an experiment, if you're trying to recreate a scenario that you're going to create in the future, you wouldn't want to tell them what it is because your enemy wouldn't know what it is when he took it. Does that make sense? Mm. So, in that sense, yeah, but... Testing anything on people without their consent is awful and just instantly yeah, yeah. a bad thing. So, I mean, there's other times in history where this has happened, and this is just another example of it. And like Fro said, I'm sure there's things being tested on people without their knowledge, uh, even to this day. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so what do we think about this overall? I think it was an awful, <laughs> awful, awful, awful thing they did, to be honest with you. And uh, I'm I'm impressed that I would do something awful like it. Uh, am I impressed that I would do awful things like that? No, I'm maybe not. But but I I I'm I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in the government doing this without people's consent. Right. I mean, this not, was. I mean, surprised. this is the '60s. It's not like it's yeah. it's a while ago, but it's not like forever ago. This. I don't know. Uh, it's definitely not. There are still politicians who are in power today who probably were alive and kicking when this happened. So, um, right. so yeah, I think this whole thing is—it's it, an eye opener once you think about it, uh, mm -hmm. and you go, "Well, if they—if this was secret, then what are they doing now? You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Uh, this is out in the open now, but what are the things that are happening now that are going to be out, out in the open 40 or 50 years from 2018? From now, yeah. Yeah, yeah from now. And yeah. that's the scariest part to me is, like, what are we going to find about in 50 years that they were doing to people now? Like, yeah, it's, it's weird, scary stuff, and, like, it does not make a government entity look good at all when you're testing Do? on your... It's very... Um royalty-esque where it's like these people are just uh, animals to be tested on it's it's terrible stuff uh, uh, it's a little like uh, World War 2 uh, experiment on on, on 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 groups of people uh, like uh, at least uh, then it was kind of in in, in the open it's the closing, like that, like the the way the part where they tried to hide this. So and brilliant. even when the guy came out and it was trying to get them to tell him yeah. what they gave him, they told him, "Oh, we can't tell you because of this yeah, sec of secrecy of, of act." Secrets. Even yeah. the guy who was involved in it and who, who's saying, "Oh, yeah. this happened to me," they're denying it. That's the part that's like, this guy had yeah. to live with it his whole life. I know he got he got money out of it or whatever, but. Even the one money, guy in the article nothing. was Mo saying money is nothing. Like you have, uh, you have 
you have that experiment that you can couldn't control. Like you can't you can't really pay for that. Right, and they didn't have any idea how much they were supposed to give them or anything like that. It was all an experiment. So, in the article, it even said that one of the guys still has flashbacks to this day. Uh, yeah. So, so that money can only do so much. It can't bring back your sanity, you know? So, no, no. Yeah, it's scary stuff. I guess the moral of the story here is don't join the military. That's going to be our... Yeah, it's sad. Sad, but true. Hey, have you seen the movie this week? Oops, just dropped my pen. Uh, yes. <laughs> I... Did you hear that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I did. What, uh, did you see anything this week? Why don't you go first? Yeah, I did see something. I did see something this week. I said, I, sorry, I saw I... Uh, Tonya, I actually said, saw that movie today oh, uh, yeah. about Tonya Harding. It was fucking amazing. Uh, I give it eight and a half out of ten. All right. Yeah. It was a little. It was a little too maybe trying to be Oscar bait. For my oh. oh, okay. Did it feel very Oscar bait? Yeah, a little. Okay. I mean, I've heard good things, but at the same time, I have no interest in figure skating, so that kind of diminishes it for me a little bit, but... Yes. But uh, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. It was a good movie. I... I like I like I said, eight and a half is a good score. Sure. Out of ten. Yeah. Uh, I went on Netflix this week, and I saw... Bright with Will Smith. Oh Jesus Christ! I saw commercials for this. I had no fucking interest in in seeing this. Let me guess. Can I guess? Sure. Was it as awful as I think it is? Well, I'll get into it first. It's uh about a cop <laughs> who lives in like the future, kind of. Yes. It's like a dystopian future, but in this future, I don't know what. It doesn't really tell you what happened, but. Humans are living alongside, like, elves and orgs, uh, orcs and uh, fairies and things like that, except it's still a normal human society where the orcs are kind of like uh, the gangsters that live in the ghetto, and then there's the elves who are, like, businessmen who all run all the corporations and everything, and then the cops are mostly human. Uh so there's definitely some correlation to um, racial bias in society, I guess. And mm-hmm. it's going for that. And some people were super offended by it. But it's also kind of... It's done in a way to show the problems of society. But overall, mm-hmm. this movie was awful. It was... Yeah. Uh, I saw the trailer. I understood I what the, the message they were going like, for. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the way they put it together um, was really bad. I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this looks awful. And the special effects looks awful. Was the special effects awful? Oh, it's not that bad. I mean, it. I've seen huh? better, but I've also seen worse. Uh, <laughs> and I do like the kind of um, play on society's uh, problems. They used, like, they used fictional characters to represent 
people who uh, are minorities or are put down in in today's society. So they didn't point out like, oh, these are uh, the African-American people. But it was clear right. just by the way they did it. The orcs are supposed to be the African-American people and the elves are supposed to be your millionaire businessmen. And uh, the fairies are just kind of pests. And then the humans right. are like, they're not nice. the most powerful, and you know I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say they're nice in this. It's like it. They're in the middle. They're not good. They're not oh, bad. Okay. Uh, Will Smith is good, but it, there ends up being like crooked cops in this movie and things like that. Um, I don't Ooh. know. It's kind of interesting in that sense, but the mm. acting's bad, and yeah. uh, it was very cheesy. So I I have a I have a fun story to tell you about that. Tomorrow, I'm actually going to the movies at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to see The Twelfth Man about uh, about uh, 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 saboteuring uh, German soldiers. I'm going to see it at 3 o'clock. I'm going to be in the movies uh, uh, at 3 o'clock. It's going to be so fucking early for me. Like uh, I always go to the fuck? movies early. I usually try yeah. to get to the movies around one because there's nobody there. Yeah. I'd rather be in like a mostly em- empty theater, but that's just me. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's a, a Norwegian uh, movie um, by Harald Swart, and he's been to Hollywood and directed some awful movies. Uh, if you see see the new Pink Pink Panther movie, did you ever see that? Uh, it was years ago, right? Yeah, the Pink Panther with uh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yeah. Yeah, he I made saw it. Pink Panther. He made Pink Panther two. Yeah, those were awful. <laughs> those movies yeah. were terrible. Mortal Instrument, City of Bones, and he made the new Karate Kid. With, well, uh, some people like that. I thought it was Chucky Chan and Jaden Smith. I thought it was eh, but some people really like that movie. So yeah. I don't know. So, but uh, he's now coming back to Norway, and this movie has gone, uh, got six, 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 four, four, five, 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 four, six, five, four in the papers. So, it's probably, probably going to be a cool movie. I'm really looking forward to seeing it at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's really early for me. But, let's talk about Dan's favorite movie of uh, this year. Pitch Perfect 3. If I can't contact you, I can't contact right there. The Barton Bellas, an unlikely group uh, of not men who somehow managed oh, I like to win that guy. something that didn't have to do with anything. Yeah, he's, he's from uh, Great News. Yeah, Great News. With a shot of white privilege? Hopefully not become oh the failures we all expect them to be. I'm really good at right now. Why is everything glow in this world? Like everything's all like glowy. You guys I don't know. Oh, the Usos! What if I could get a the USO? Not the Usos. <laughs> but if the Usos were at the USO, that would be it. 
It would be great. That would be great. I would love to yep. write that poster. Come see the Usos at the USL. Shh. They're singing. I know you love singing. You have to be quiet in the singing parts. Look. That's so cute. Where are they? Is this an airport or? Make America eat again. Uh. Uh. When did us as Americans stop eating? Did I miss something? Pretty sure we're still one of the fattest countries in, in the world. <laughs> I was just going to say that. When did you get fed in America? Well, according to this Australian lady. Or is she from New Zealand or Australia? I don't know. One of the others. Um, one of the others. I never remember. This Christmas. Punch a shark in the face. <laughs> Last call. Pitches. See what they did there? Last call. Pitches. Uh, yeah, because it's what the pitch, heck? Pitch. Yeah, it's what? an action movie now. Is it draws? They were jump. They were doing the slow mo jump away from the explosion. It's an action. Movie. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I remember draw three. That was an amazing movie. If you've never seen Jaws 3 out there, it's fucking awful. I don't remember which one that was. I've seen every Jaws movie, but there's like, there's more than three of them. Jaws, Jaws 3 was when they went on vacation and the uh, fucking shark followed them. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> that was Jaws 3. Uh, and right. it was in 3D as well. Originally? Anyway, what oh, okay. is this? Oh, yeah, yeah. What is this movie about? <laughs> Pitch Perfect 3. After the highs of winning the world championships. Okay. Okay. Spoiler. The, the Spoiler. world championships. Of, it doesn't say of what. The Bellas find themselves split <laughs> apart and discovering they're a job <laughs> prospects for making music with your mouth. <laughs> I find out they're a job prospects for making music with your mouth. That's so funny. But when they get a chance to reunite for an overseas USO tour, this group of awesome nerds will come together to make some music. Uh, making music with your mouth is my favorite. Oh, jeez. And winning the world championships? Is that like... Ooh. They're the world champions of the world? Is that what that is? <laughs> that is atrocious. This is such an atrocious... <laughs> Killing uh, Crow. It's got uh, 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb and 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. So pretty bad, but not as bad as some movies we've seen, oh I guess. Please stop me. What the hell you on YouTube? On Facebook, maybe? Right, I went to the Facebook. Um, <laughs> there was alright presence there. Like, they didn't seem... Mm -hmm. Like, the people who were running the Facebook did not seem like they were really keeping up with the posts as much as maybe the people who were watching the Facebook. But, see, which one do I want to do? 
right here. Karen Lawrence says, "When did Pitch Perfect become an action film? I wish they had would have stuck to what the franchise was about: overcoming obstacles, supporting each other, and making great music together." I am super obsessed with Pitch Perfect 1 and Pitch Perfect 2 and really wanted to love the third movie. Uh, <laughs> let's see, I got another one here. This is a weird one. V International says, Best trilogy ever established. The Mighty Ducks of Acapella. Was there a Mighty Ducks 3? <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. The best trilogy ever Mike. established. The Mighty Ducks mm. of Acapella. Did they form like the V and like in this movie and like oh, attack people? Oh, okay, maybe. Oh, that was a good movie. No, it wasn't. It, it was in the '90s, and then you look at back at the original Mighty oh, Ducks in retrospect, and you're like, "What a horrible piece of crap!" <laughs> it's horrible, horrible movie. No, oh, here's no. another one. Corey Wixom says, "Weak sauce." Less singing, forced jokes, and a few plot lines that came out of nowhere and don't make any sense at all. Don't waste your theater money. Wait for it on DVD. Mm. Where'd you get yours from? Steve, uh, I got two. Uh, Steve Purcell from Tampa Bay uh, Times. He just said, Pitch Perfect 3 is like watching The Voice, wishing my th theater share could swirl around. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But our main reviewer is Epic Lady Sponge the Adventure. We haven't heard from her in so long. Where has she been? How many sequels can uh, we get towards the end of this franchise? Only when they finally rec recognize their own franchise is going down the drain very quickly because Pitch Perfect 3 is a great example of this situation. I don't even recognize, recommend this franchise, but this installment literally just killed what was supposed to be uh, uh, what it's supposed to be. And I don't recommend me movie sequels that kill what they were supposed to be. So... I think she this movie like was it. dead uh, in episode in, in the first one, but that's fine. Come on, don't 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 say bad things about Dan's favorite movie of all time. Right. Yes. Mindhunter episode ten, the finale. Fuck, I'm glad. It's over. I, it's I think, over. I think it's over. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Uh, we see a letter get posted, and I think it's Ed Camper's. Uh, no, I don't think it's Ed Camper's uh, letter. I I lie. Uh, we see a, a letter gets posted, then we get the intro, and then we learn it's Ed Camper's letter. Right. When when I first saw it, I thought because the last episode, the last thing we see is Agent Smith sending off the letter. Right. Yes, I thought it was. That so letter yeah, you well. assume they they make you yep. assume that that's what it is, but it's not. Yeah. But you know what ass is? It makes... No, assume is It makes an ass of you and me. See what I did there? Yeah, donkey. Uh, donkey, yes. Uh, the polygraph person said... Uh, uh, they polygraphed the person that they said shouldn't be polygraphed. And I was like, who is this again? I don't remember his name. But uh, we will talk about that later. 
Peter Holden says that they should interview him again. And Deb Debier. What's his name? I don't remember him. What episode was this? Was this the last well, la episode? Last episode, remember, they went to, like, the site of some killing of, like, a young girl. And we never yeah. saw the guy. And then they were like... Oh, that's Debier. Okay. Right, and we thought that they had said that this guy was guilty, and he had been ah. arrested, but I guess now they're, like, trying to get him to confess. So that's this guy. Okay. Uh, they are in uh, Atlanta, by the way, uh, and the Noah, why I know they are in Atlanta, it says Atlanta Airport on the sign. This is the only time I've been irritated by the music, because the music... Was fucking irritating in this episode. What was it with the music use in this episode? I didn't notice I didn't it. Oh, this like when they walk through the airport and they walk into, like when Holden gives them, like tells them what to do, and he says like make fake evidence on him. Right. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and the music was really irritating. Uh, Holden is clearly planning something. Uh, is this the FBI thing? Uh, the policeman asks Bill, and, he, <laughs> and and Bill says, "No, it's his thing." <laughs> I'm not kind of funny. And uh, they say hi to Jean, and Jean is uh, uh, the killer that they're going to try to interview. Uh, and he talks about his work, and uh, they play bad cop, good cop here, kind of. Right, because he's still uh, denying it. He's saying he didn't do it, and they're trying to get him to confess again, like I said earlier. And uh, Bill gets antsy when he sees... Uh, 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 he, when he faces that info that that uh, uh, Bill... Uh, no, uh, Holden has on him. And I asked if they can uh, see, uh, and then they ask him if he sees, uh, uh, when he saw them, if he saw, saw her in the Batoon outfit. The Batoon outfit? Baton. Baton. It's Batoon? like a drum, uh, drum was it, <laughs> but it's a marching. Batoon. It's a marching band outfit. That's, okay. we'll call it that. Marching band outfit, okay, that's better. Uh, that is not hers, and she says yes. And he says that he waved to her, uh, she waved to him. And that she looks older than 12. And Holden is being creepy here. And then I learned something I never learned before, that 14 is the age of content. Is it though? That's uh, being... Not anymore. Uh, but remember, this is like the early 1970s and in the South. Each of content was 14 years old. Uh, girls is... used to get married at like 12, like 100 years ago, bro. That is so fucking young. Yes. And um, <laughs> they talk about uh, shaving the kitty cat. And when I saw say kitty cat, I mean something else. Um... And the police uh, man uh, takes a break and says that he sees that Holden paused the tape and don't like the way they are talking to him. 
They say that uh, they have evidence of uh, her talking to uh, him talking to her, and they kind of uh, and he. They say that someone saw him. This is a, of course fake. And they talk about how she was kind of into him, and Holden gets a coat and starts the tape again, like. Clearly, we see that uh, that he starts the the ta- taping again, and now they lay it on him. Now they, uh, because he's being silent, he says that they say that they say, uh, say take it as proof that he did it because uh, somebody that was innocent would protest. Right, and they are look looking at him, and we switch to a bar. And uh, they are drinking and talking about the case and how Holden uh, talks about his mom asking of him when he was having sex and that he sweated as much as Greg did when his mom asked him when he had sex or not. And that's how he knew he was um, guilty. He was guilty. Thank you. Right. But this is, again, like total thought crime. Sorry? This is total, like, thought crime. Like, they're going, uh, just by his reaction, we're, we're assuming he's guilty. But there's no, yes, like, yes, we sir. don't actually have any actual evidence other than us seeing how he's reacting to us talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they talked to him uh, and how he get to, how how he did get him to do it. Holden and uh, the girlfriend is shopping and uh, is talking about uh, The Rock. I, I, I was like, The Rock? Oh, I didn't hear that. Um, All right. And uh, oh yeah. Um, and then they talk about this case. And girlfriend is kind of wants to protect Greg because uh, she's like, yeah, "Did you trick her?" And and their girlfriend holding uh, parts. And there's like no love uh, between them. But I said that last episode, so. I don't understand why they're even together at all. We had the whole scene at the college with the guy on top of her. That never went yeah. anywhere, and now they're just back together but mad at each other. Yeah. All the Stupid. Time. Stupid. Don't be together if you... Well, no, I mean, like... we just never... Like, as far as storyline writing, we never got an explanation to that. We, we haven't oh, seen no, the no. guy in the convertible no. again. No. So, like, no. what was the fucking point? What was the point of the no. whole scene... Of him going to the college and the guy being on top of her. Or not even like... Can just... I, I, I'm going to say this right now. What was the point of this is the fucking thing I sit back with when we end this fucking season. What was the point of this? Oh, well, we'll is get to that. But I mean, like, this is, this is a little thing that's, like, question. been going through the whole... But it's, it, it's, it's, not, it's not a little thing... When it's continuously, uh, uh, all the fucking time through the show, we ask that question. It's not a question that we we, we never asked before. It's a, it's it's a question that I, I see that we ask through through many things. There's a lot of things that doesn't hold together in this fucking show. Like the what about line. the cat in the in the, yeah, the cat. laundry room? the cat and what about the storyline about car dr car being a lesbian 
Right. That never went anywhere. And I it had a fucking episode on that. <laughs> and it went nowhere. It was just like they wanted to establish she was a lesbian so that they could have that as her character. But it had nothing yeah, to do with her as a character. It's totally nonsense. We used the whole episode on that, look. Oh, okay. Alton looks at someone, but who is this? Newspaper comes out uh, that uh, uh, about an article about FBI. And uh, it's been this drinking buddy of Alden that tells uh, the newspaper about Holden. And Holden says <laughs> he thinks that Bill is upset because they don't mention him. And, and, and you see that Bill like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Dr. Carr books a flight out of there because she thinks uh, the whole case against this guy is now compromised. Right. She wants to go talk to the prosecutor uh, who's who's prosecuting the case. Right. And Holden goes with her to Rome! Georgia! Holden and Carr talks to District uh, Attorney uh, Esther and they uh, are worried uh, that if it came out that uh, the paper uh, what is in the paper it will make the case weaker and Esther is not worried about that because she thinks the jury watches TV and calls everybody that's uh, watching TV fucking stupid or and she says she's, what she's saying is like people who watch cop dramas think they know what the laws are yeah. but really they're getting a bunch mm-hmm. of bullshit and they come into a jury and she uses that to her advantage to trick them is what she's saying yeah, yeah. She, she has she has no problem with it because she makes it non-abstract. Right. Uh, Carr asks Esther if uh, they can do a lover sentences so their work will be no, uh, not compromised. And Esther's like flat out denies that. And she, uh, she uh, says that if they didn't want any attention, keep out of the fucking news. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she kind of has a point there. Right, but it's not like they put the newspaper article out. It, no, like, no, no, no. Yeah. But still, I, I kind of understand her. Uh, Dr. Carr and Holden talks about Dr. Carr, and um, and uh, uh, Holden talks, but she doesn't seem fucking interested at all. Now we get the most bizarre and uninteresting scene in the whole fucking series. Holden visits his girlfriend, and she seems a little pissed off. She drinks wine and complains how he is different. And uh, Debbie asks her to analyze him, and he does. He And he thinks he's breaking up with her, and he leaves. So are they finally broken up? We don't know. And guess what, Luke? I don't fucking care. Right. Oh, I assume they're broken up. <laughs> like, he sits there and analyzes yeah. her, and then says, oh, you're... Know. Here. You're gonna break up with me, and then she is all passive aggressive, and then he just walks away. So, like they are the worst couple in the fucking world. Right? They shouldn't be together in the first place. So why? Why, as a viewer, <laughs> am I supposed to be like upset that he broke up with this girl? I, I don't. Yeah. FBI office. Holden walks in. Goes to the basement. He gets a note to call Dr. Bringston. And I was like, who the fuck is Dr. Bringston? And Holm has no clue who this is. 
But Camper has actually made him a proxy and tried to commit suicide. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, the Eternal Affairs uh, receives the tapes from the last episode. And they ask if it was Dr. Carr. And <laughs> she goes, fuck you, Bill. <laughs> I like that. I like I like it when Doctor Carr is kind of a little rough. Eternal Affairs meeting. They ask uh, Holden about the tapes. He tells the truth. He talks about his wording and talks about his uh, redactions. And they ask him about uh, why he was lying, and he gets uh, shit about his wording and. Uh, gets kind of a war war warning. If if you go from here, you will get this in your uh, permanent file record. Yeah, and uh, they make sure that he will come. uh, Yes, Uh, Holden sees Bill and asks him what what he told him. He and he goes like the truth. Holden goes to Sacramento, California alone to visit uh, Kemper in the hospital. He wants him to... Uh, he wanted him because he saw the news article and uh, he think Kemper thinks they work together. And Kemper is kind of pissed off, it seems, because the secret things that he told Bill was kind of in this article. Right. And did you, did you mention he tried to kill himself? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, I was said it because it of the article, to... or was it just because he won't, like, I, I never really understood that. Yes, it was because of the article. Okay. He wanted Kemper's attention. Uh, he wanted Holden's attention, sorry. Sure, okay. Um, Holden excuses himself, and they talk about psychology and how Kemper fits into the, uh, his study. Holden gives him his profile. Kemper thinks he's a little short about him, and he's like, is that all? Really? About me, and asks him if he's he's he wants to be an expert, and uh, he he goes less yes, and Camper uh, shows him his scar, and then gets out of bed, and more or less threaten Holden to kill him. Uh, Holden gets scared as fuck. Right, he's like shaking. Asks, yeah, you you see that he's shaking. And Camper like asks him if why he's there, and Holden says, "I don't really know." <laughs> and Camper goes to hug him, and he runs away and have a panic attack on the floor. But then we see the BTK killer burn pictures. That's about things he's drawn, and we go to fucking black. Yep. <laughs> so, what I got from, like, if you listen to, like, he's having his breakdown, he's having his panic attack, and what you're hearing as he's having this panic panic attack is lines from people talking to him in the show in the past. Like, his girl, like, the principal saying, uh, right at the end, it's the principal saying, uh, you're just paranoid, you live in your world and that's not my world and it's made you paranoid is like the very last thing he says 
and re- like mm-hmm. Kemper gives him the hug or whatever after after uh, Holden Holden, what does Holden say again? Like uh, I don't know why I'm here, and yeah, Kemper says, "Uh, you're finally telling the truth," and then gives mm-hmm. him a hug, and that freaks Holden out. And I think what they were going mm-hmm. for is like Holden is better friends with this guy Kemper than anybody else in his life. Like, (laughs) and that freaked him out. He went, Oh my gosh, I've gotten to this place where I really am that paranoid that I really don't understand how everybody else around me is working. And I, I identify more with a serial killer now than I do with normal people. And I think that's what freaked him out and made him go all crazy. And the BTK part at the end was like, why, what does this have to do with anything? I don't know. Maybe somebody can explain it to us. Maybe maybe if Tilly was here, she would know because she knows more about the BTK killer. But I've I've got nothing. He didn't do anything the whole series. And then there were the last, this episode, the very beginning, he wasn't in it, but he was at the end. And then there was the one episode with the uh, principal where he wasn't at the beginning for no reason. And his story went nowhere, and he never killed anybody, and we don't know if he's killed anybody yet, and we don't know if he's going, like, I, I really don't understand why they did the, the BTK part. It didn't have anything to do with anything. I'm going to give this whole show a 4 out of 10. <sighs> um, I'll agree with you. I would give it a 3, or even a 2, if... The cinematography wasn't as good as it is, and yeah, the, it's, it's, and the it's, acting. It's well shot. The acting, it's it's well shot, and it's it's really good acting. And but it it's... keeps to the time period really well, as far as like it doesn't. It uh, the look of it feels very uh, early nineteen seventies, and you can you feel like you're in that era. But this story yeah. is dumb and goes nowhere <sighs> and. Is the BTK stuff all just setting up for a second season? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, no. It's it's fucking stupid. It is going nowhere. And that's why I'm angry. I'm 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 kind of angry at this uh, uh show because it didn't go anywhere. Like it it felt like a you said it last week. I, I don't think we were recording uh, right then, but you said this is a prequel to season two. <laughs> like, this is one big episode of season uh It could just season. be one episode Come of to... season two. Right. It could just be the yeah. first episode of season two is this whole yeah. series. Yeah. Whole fucking series. Yeah. I have no interest in seeing season two. Is there a season no, two? In- I really don't know. Yes, yes, yes. There, there They've is already confirmed. confirmed it? Yes. What a bunch of garbage. They probably had confirmed it before <laughs> they even finished filming this. And they're like, oh, we don't need to... We don't need her to, like, actually find the cat. Oh. We can just do that in season two. They used so much time on things in this show. That's that what, went what, nowhere. What, that's... That went absolutely nowhere. That's my biggest complaint of this show. They used so much fucking time on 
absolutely fuck all. Oh, here we uh, go, Frank. Six months before Mindhunter Season 1 even dropped, Netflix reportedly commissioned a follow-up. I was right. Oh, what a shock. What a shock. I'm so, so surprised. Luke. They wrote this whole thing it, knowing that they were setting up for a Season 2 and that uh, if people liked it and they wanted to see a cat and and the continuation of her lesbian uh, storyline, you could, you'd have to wait for Season 2. That's a bunch of shit. It is a bunch of shit. Thank you, Jeremy, for making us watch this uh, show, Jeremy. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Thank you. So yeah, if you, if you like, did Jeremy like this? I don't even remember. <laughs> or did he just do this to torture us? But if you liked it, Jeremy, write in and tell us why you like the show, because I have no idea. Was this torture from your side, Jeremy? Was this torture? Again, like we okay. said earlier, like, uh, weeks ago like this was clearly designed to be binge watched and we watched oh, it yeah, yeah. one week uh, one episode a week which could have hindered it but at the same yep. time we're watching it in more in detail than somebody who's binge watching it so all the little yep. things that we noticed uh that bothered us uh maybe somebody who's binge watching it wouldn't but that doesn't take away from the fact that they're bad things nope so tell them, tell us how you felt about this jeremy Oh, thanks, uh, thank you for getting this in our things. Four out of ten, Jeremy. Does that sound good, Jeremy? Four <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> or if anybody else watched this and wants to talk about it, another digital citizen at gmail.com. Hey, if you go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, you get a free book and a free subscription to Audible. For one month. And if you want to cancel, you can do that and keep the book. And you still help us out. Oh, that's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I think I'm good this week. Just, uh, I guess, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, we will talk to you in the New Year. And, uh, uh, as tradition, as we do every fucking year we do this show, we will talk of our top five most anticipated TV and movie of 2018. That's the first thing we do in 2018. So we'll talk about that next week. We will do news of the week. We will do another digital review of Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Another movie and that looks was... like just absolute garbage with the rock <laughs> yes. in it. <laughs> yes. Talking about the rock. And we will do episode one of what, Luke? Uh, Jules in Blufjell? Yeah, Jules in Blufjell. Yes. Uh, that is all. <laughs> I really just felt like I was like, blah, 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 just now. But... <laughs> Jules in Blufjell. Episode one. So that is going to be all next week <coughs> from America and from United States of Norway. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.